Ladies and guys who like having a lot of sex, Andy here, author of the best Tinder guide on the internet and guy who should probably go to sleep because it's getting very late and I'm very tired. This is the Inner Winner Show. Let's fucking go. So last episode, I talked about how I had sex with four girls in five days. We're going to tell a little bit of another story. We're going to go back retrospective back to the 25th of August, 2019 and talk about when I had sex with three girls in 10 hours. So this was a mission. I gave myself this mission and I actually texted one of my mates and I have screenshots of all these texts and uh, a couple of the pictures of the girls themselves of the Tinder text conversations that we had and shit. If you want to look at those, go to my website, killyourinnerloser.com forward slash proof and just search in there for three new girls in 10 hours. I think I called it something like that. You can go and look at all the screenshots and shit, but I decided to go on a mission. This is back in August, 2019. I texted one of my mates and I said, you know, I'm going to do this shit. I had set up three dates, three first dates with the girls. So I planned on having sex with all of them on the first date. And all of them seemed like pretty down to fuck. The hardest part was actually the logistics and the scheduling. I talked about this on the previous episode. Having sex with a bunch of girls in a short period of time, if you decide you're going to make it a mission, is fucking stressful because you're trying to get the logistics right. You're hoping someone will not uh, flake you hope that someone doesn't want to reschedule. You hope that they're all going to be down, you know, all that sort of shit. So I texted my mate and he was like, Godspeed, my friend. And I did absolutely fucking everything that I could to make this happen. This was at the time really good for me because, you know, in the previous episode, I talked about the four girls that I had sex with in five days or whatever it was. I wasn't crazy attracted to all of them. Whereas this time there was one that I wasn't attracted to. And then the other two were really fucking hot like really fucking hot. I'm looking back at the pictures now, especially the second girl and Jesus fucking Christ. She's like exactly my type. Even now, three years later, I'm like, holy fuck, this girl was actually fucking hot. Although now it'd be two years later, not three. Tall, super fucking slim, very, very slim. I remember she was like basically my height. I'll read through the the log in a second, but I think if I remember correctly, she was very fucking tall. So first girl, I met the first girl. It was like in the afternoon. Might have been in the... Yeah, I think it was in the afternoon. I went to meet her. She was not crazy attractive. Not really much to say there. She was super fucking down to fuck. I think I met her at like 3 p.m. or something. I I took a taxi out to go and see her. You know, I fucked her for a little bit, but I didn't come. I talked about this on the previous one. If you want to have sex with a few girls, you know, two girls or whatever in the same night, you probably don't want to come with the first girl because... You know, it's a bit hard to have that motivation. So, I was a good boy. I didn't come. I fooled around with her a little bit, fucked her for a little bit. She was a sweetie. I had a vibrator that I'd brought with me, like in my bag or whatever. I made her come. She was like definitely too chubby for me. She was cool, but like I just wasn't attracted to her. So, I even texted her that afterwards and she said she had fun. So, I was like, great. So, the second girl, she's the one that's like really fucking hot, this second girl. We texted over tinder i asked her if she'd ever tried bdsm she said like she you know she's heard about it and and she hasn't tried it and she said i'm normally the dominant one and i was like whoa okay like you know i don't get a lot of girls that dominant so like what are you into and shit and she's like you know i've got toys and handcuffs and you know i like being in control and making a guy beg to have me and i was like fuck yeah like let's fucking go girl so i'm reading through the log (laughs) she was like really fucking interesting i remember so she was really tall really fucking skinny. And I, oh yeah. So I specifically sent her a text 
beforehand and I said, hey, let's make a rule that I don't come. I'm not allowed to come. And the reason that I was doing that was because I planned on meeting the third girl like straight after this girl. So I specifically texted this second girl first and said like, let's have a rule that I can't come. Let's like play with that. It'll be fun. I can't come. And so she like really fucking enjoyed that, like really fucking enjoyed that. But right from the very start, I remember her being very like blunt, very like rude and like unfeminine, like very just direct, like bossy, uh, but like, I wouldn't even say masculine because guys aren't, there's this misconception that a lot of girls have where they're like, if they want to try and be more like a guy, they'll just be blunt and rude. And it's like, guys aren't blunt and rude. I don't know where you got that from. That's not masculinity. That's called being a fucking asshole. And if a guy is like blunt and rude, he'll get his fucking head kicked in eventually. Like you can't go around life being a fucking cunt as a guy. You'll eventually get into a fight or some other guy is going to call you out on your shit. But a lot of girls have this idea that if they want to be more in charge or more direct or more assertive, they have to be an asshole or they have to be rude or they have to be blunt. Anyway, so this girl was like blunt and rude, but she was like really fucking hot. And I remember her being like way hotter than her fucking picture. She was my height, like really fucking long legs, which I just absolutely love chicks with long legs. Very fucking slim. She normally takes the lead. She said, she said that in person. She was like bossy. I remember her being like really fucking annoying as well. We talked for a little bit like an hour, I think. And then she kind of laid back a little or like pulled back a little with the like annoying attitude shit. And then we had some sex and fucking, it was pretty good sex. Like as soon as I started getting more dominant, she just fucking melted. And I've noticed this a lot with girls that are bossy or like used to taking the lead or dominant. If you're more dominant or if you are someone that takes the lead yourself, they just fucking melt. They just love that shit. Like, you don't even have to be that dominant. You don't have to be that rough. You just have to basically take the lead. I don't think I've ever met a girl who's like dominant, even if I'm dominant. Like, I don't think I've, here's what I'm trying to say. I don't think I've ever met a girl who, even if she says she's dominant, I've never met one who's like more dominant than me or like would maintain her dominance as soon as I start being dominant. Every single one of them like immediately gets submissive as soon as I start. Maybe that's because I'm really fucking dominant. I don't know. But like, yeah, I kind of like it. I kind of like that. I like that moment where you're with a girl who's like super dominant and you let her take the lead. You let her try some stuff. That's always really fucking sexy. But then that moment where I just decide to turn on the dominance and like every single one of them melts. That's really fucking hot. So I remember her being really fucking hot. Yeah, she said she'd done some modeling like on the runway and shit. And it made sense. Like she's really fucking tall, really fucking skinny, like really, really, really skinny, really, really, really long legs, like perfect tits. The sex was really good. I remember her being insanely fucking tight. Like I could barely get one finger in. I think we had to use uh, lube. And then, okay, halfway through the sex, I remember this. She was right in the middle of an orgasm. She's like thrashing around. And then she like smashes her head on my wall. Because she was riding me and she just like bangs her fucking head like really hard. So, she stopped immediately. She's like fucking, she just shut everything down. I remember that. She's like, I don't want to do anymore. And then she just basically left like fucking a couple minutes later. And I was like, yo, you don't have to leave. Like, you don't have to be embarrassed. And she's like, no, 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 I'm leaving. And so, like, so fucking weird. And I never saw her again either. Like I texted her. And I was like, yo, I had fun. Like, you know, sorry about your head. Like, are you all right? Like, and it wasn't my fault that she banged her head, by the way. I want to make that clear. I didn't smash her head into the wall. She was ratting me and she just whacks her head into the wall as she's orgasming because she started thrashing around. And 
she said she wanted to see me again next time, but then, you know, just fucking didn't. So I don't know if she was just embarrassed or what, but like she really didn't want to chill in bed afterwards. Like, like acted so fucking weird as soon as she banged her head. Like really fucking weird. Now, she did mention to me, I remember mentioned something that like she doesn't normally get too close to guys. She doesn't like affection. So there's me in the previous podcast. I said like I learned my lesson with girls who don't like affection, but looks like at this point in time, I clearly hadn't. This was way back in August, 2019. So some of these lessons, you know, you take a little while to learn. And sometimes it can be hard to see if a girl is into affection or not. There are signs, like honestly, probably the biggest, the easiest way is what I said, what my girlfriend Imogen and I are doing right now, where we have a first date and we don't have sex on the first date. So we get a chance to really meet the girl, really see what she's like, really screen for what we're looking for. We both like affection. Now that doesn't mean that you guys have to do that. If you want to have sex on the first date, fine. Just understand that you're going to have less of a screening process with a girl. You're not fully going to see if she matches up to what you're looking for. You're not going to really get as good a look into her personality and what she's like a lot of you won't give a shit you'll just be like dude i'm in the early stages i just want any experience i don't care about that shit and fair enough i didn't care about this shit back then so you know it is what it is do whatever you want if you want to have sex on the first date do that if you want to wait till fucking date three do that don't wait till date 30 or something stupid but yeah you guys do you so girl number three so all right let me read this bit that's right okay 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 so I had a date lined up for 10 p.m. that same night with a different chick, like this Japanese chick, and she seemed really DTF, but she hadn't replied to my text. So I normally send a confirmation text, like, you know, I'll see you in, you know, four hours or whatever, I'm, or I'm looking forward to it. I usually send that in the morning. I'll say, like, looking forward tonight should be fun. So I started thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm not going to see this chick. I bet you she's flaked or something. And I'm thinking, like, fuck, I was on this mission to have sex with three girls in a row, you know. I've just had sex with two. I bet you this chick isn't going to fucking reply. And yeah, she didn't end up replying. She didn't reply to my confirmation text. And I sent her another text saying like, yo, are we still on or what? And obviously she didn't reply. So I jumped on Tinder immediately. I can't remember what time this was. I think this was at like 8 p.m. or some shit. I jump on Tinder. I just fucking charge through. I burn through like three boosts. I'm just fucking going crazy. I've got a bunch of matches. I'm messaging all of them. A couple of them were like DTF, but one in particular was like very fucking DTF, right? So we make these plans. You know, she's going to come over. She's getting an Uber. She's about, she's like, I'm going to get an Uber. And then she texts me and says, crap, I know this sounds like a lie, but I've literally just got my period. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I like, I try hard anyway. I'm like, don't worry, we'll have shower sex or we'll just fool around, do some other stuff. Maybe we can lay down a towel. I tried for like 30 minutes and she like, she wanted to. She kept saying like, I want to, I want to. But she was making like excuses, which fair enough. Like, you know, I get if you're on your period, you're not probably not feeling like crazy sexual. But I've talked about this before. A lot of getting laid is problem solving. Like, if a girl really doesn't want to sleep with you, she'll make that fucking clear. She'll be like, nah, like, let's let's do it tomorrow, right? Let's do it next time. And in that case, just be like, yeah, sure, fine. Okay, fine. You clearly don't want to meet. That's fine. But a lot of the time, they want to. They will literally say, I want to. And this girl kept saying, I want to, but, you know, I'm on my period. And so I was like, I don't mind. We'll have shower sex. And she's like, I really want to, but I have cramps. And I was like, well, I'll give you a massage. I've got painkillers in a hot water bottle. And she's like, I just feel a bit gross. And I was like, I think you're sexy as hell. Trust me, you're not gross at all. I want you. And she's like, well, I'm in bed though. And so 
you know, to make this mission happen. I normally never travel to see girls. It's just not something that I've ever wanted to do. If you guys want to travel to see a girl, like fucking go for it. It's it's not right or wrong. It's just I personally don't like to travel. I always like girls to come see me. So I, I kind of swallowed my pride here to reach my goal of three girls in 10 hours or whatever it was. And so I texted her and I said, I'll come to you then. What's your address? And she said, okay, are you sure? Here's my address. And she just fucking gave me her address. So again, this is what I'm talking about when I say problem solving. Like she clearly wanted to have sex with me. She made that fucking clear. And again, don't push this shit if a girl doesn't want to have sex with you. If you're not sure, fucking just ask her. Just literally say like, yo, I I don't know if you actually do want to have sex or, you know, if you're just trying to be polite and let me down easy, like just let me know. So always just ask if you're not fucking sure. But in this case, it was really fucking apparent, right? So I just had to solve some problems and the eventual problem was obviously like, I'll come to you. So she ended up being really fucking sexy. I remember she was like really fucking sexy. And so I jumped in an Uber. I think it was like 45 minutes away by Uber too. It was like a really fucking long way. Maybe I'm exaggerating there, but I do remember it being really late by the time I got there. She was really cute in picture in, in person. She had like decent pictures. She was pretty cute in the pictures, but in person, she was just fucking sexy, like really fucking sexy. She even said like, she's a fitness model on Instagram and shit. And if you looked at her body, you'd be like, yeah, I can see that. Like you're really fucking hot. She was really feminine, really cute. She was very soft-spoken, very submissive, very sweet. We had sex. It was really fucking good, but I was like just ridiculously tired at this point. I think it was like 1 a.m. or some shit. So we fucked. I, can't, I think I came on her. We cut it for a bit. She was very fucking affectionate. And I think I would just immediately went home after that. Like we cut it for like half an hour or so. And then I just went home and I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I can't believe I fucking did this. Like that was really fucking fun too. Then I think I had sex with a chick. Like, wait, did I have sex with a chick the next day? Ugh, I did. Okay. So technically that's like four girls in like two days. Ah, oh, the next chick. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm reading too far ahead. Holy shit. So the next chick was like a girl that I saw for like a year. I really liked that next chick. Anyway, so that's the end of that story. Three girls in 10 days. What's the takeaway lesson here? If you want to do something crazy like that, go for it. Just remember the caveat that I said last time. You know what I mean? Like these goals of, you know, breaking a record or having as much sex as you can in 24 hours. Like this shit is really fucking fun. Like I'm not going to lie. This shit is really fucking fun. Just remember that it's probably not going to... Maybe I don't even need to say this shit, but you know, whatever. I said it last time. Work towards something. And the reason that I'm giving this caveat, I don't think most of you are going to fall into this trap of like just endlessly chasing sex nonstop and chasing numbers. It's not just sex because sex is fun. Chasing numbers, like, like just getting laid for the sake of it, just trying to rack up lay counts. I don't think any of you guys will even fall into this trap. Like you guys just seem to get what I'm talking about when I say like, you know, having a mission in life, having things you're working on, changing your goals as you achieve them, you know, moving on to the next goal, that sort of stuff, making it harder. Like if you want sex to be your goal, fine, but then upgrade the type of sex you have, upgrade the type of girls you get with. Don't just have sex with the same level or the same quality of girls forever. You know, the reason I'm giving this caveat is I have seen other people. I think probably the most famous example is Roosh, Roosh V. I've seen a few guys like that, that have sex with a lot of women. I think he he claimed he had sex with like 2000 women, which is just insane. It's like, you know, 10 or 15 times the number of women that I've had sex with. That's fucking insane. And he got 
basically burned out. Like he felt like he couldn't connect with women. He felt like there was no point. He was depressed. He basically went off the deep end and found Jesus or whatever and deleted his entire website and is deeply ashamed of everything he's ever done. And again, I don't think any of you will ever fall into that trap. And maybe all I'm doing right now is just putting shit in your head that doesn't even need to be there. Maybe you don't even need to be thinking about this shit. Maybe at the the point you're at as you're listening to this, you're just like, dude, just let me go and have sex with three girls in 10 hours. That sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. And it fucking is. Like, of course it's fun. It's a big fucking achievement too. It's really fucking hard. I'll give you a huge high five if you do something like this. In fact, if you want to go for it, fucking go for it. I think the general point that I'm just making here is, you know, I mean, it's, it's weird to be making this point. I'm kind of glad that I'm making this point. I'm at a point where I'm really glad that I did all these little challenges and that I had this much sex and that I pushed myself this hard because without doing a lot of that stuff, I don't think I could be at the point I'm at right now where I have moved on to other goals. I I am working on the next thing. I'm working on financial freedom. I'm working on building my body up. I'm working on building a, you know, I'll, I'll tell you guys my next goal is to build a university for you guys, like a free university, not not for you guys, but for like anyone where you can come to my website, you can learn how to get laid, have a fulfilling relationship, whether that's love, marriage, long-term relationship, kids, whatever it is, build an elite social life full of, you know, a tribe of guys who are like-minded and will have your back, get financial freedom. I'm going to teach you guys how to make money, you know, how to do what I've done, all that kind of stuff. Work on your mental health, work on overcoming depression, work on spirituality, work on figuring out the meaning of your life. Basically, you would come to my website. It'll just be on killyourandalooza.com. You'll come to my website and I'll have articles and guides and it'll all be fucking free on anything that you could possibly want to learn to make your life and the people around you, their life better. That's my long-term goal. And I don't think I could have gotten to that point if I hadn't done this crazy shit like three girls in 10 hours. So I really hope this caveat that I'm giving doesn't come across like I'm saying like, oh, you know, don't just have sex with three girls in 10 hours. Yes, definitely fucking do that. I think the point that I'm trying to make, and maybe I'm being overly cautious here, is integrate it as part of something greater. Do it as as part of something, you know, the next goal that you do. Have a bunch of sex. Really fucking handle your sex life. Go fucking crazy with this shit. Have sex with fucking 10 girls in 10 hours if you think you're capable of that. And then use that to propel yourself to something even greater, to the next mission, to the next thing you work on. I'm likely going to say the same thing when I make a million dollars or $10 million. I'm likely going to say, I'm really fucking glad I made a million dollars or $10 million. And now I'm integrating it or I'm, I'm using it to propel myself to the next goal. I guess this whole thing has been a roundabout way of me saying, don't just rest on your laurels. Don't achieve something like this. Don't have sex with three girls in 10 hours and then say, hey, I made it. I did it. That's it. That's all I have to do. I'm a player now. It's like, no, 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 no. It's time to move on to the next goal. It's time to achieve the next thing. It's time to keep building. Always be building. And I guess I've seen a couple of people peripherally, people like Roosh V and and other guys like that, who seem to have just made getting laid or racking up a bunch of numbers. They've seemed to have made that the only goal that they work on, the only thing they care about, and the only thing they teach other men or other people to do. And I think that if you're that myopically focused on one single thing, you're neglecting all the other important pillars of a happy life, you know, mental health, social, financial freedom, you know, body, fitness, and health, 
spirituality and mental health, those kind of things. Those are the pillars of a happy life. And I think if you focus myopically just on the sex and nothing else and never move on from sex or never start working on other things as well, you're going to end up being, it's going to feel a little shallow and you're going to be unhappy. And again, maybe I'm giving you this for a lot of you, I'll be saying this way too early for you. A lot of you are listening to this and, you know, some of you will be virgins or you've only slept with one girl ever and you want more experience and you're listening to all this going like, dude, can you just calm down? I just, can I just get laid once? Like I haven't even gotten laid once and you're already telling me to think about the next goal. No, I'm not. Do what's right in front of you. Of course, if you haven't had sex or you're not happy with your sex life, of course, handle that first. The general point that I'm making here is we all want to be or my hope for all of you is that we're working towards being absolutely fucking elite human beings in every aspect of our life, not just sex. That's one aspect, one fucking beautiful aspect. God fucking bless the fact that we get to have an elite sex life, but that's one facet of a greater life, a greater thing that we're working towards. And I guess this is a, a, another roundabout way of saying I'm really happy that I did this stuff and I'm really grateful to my past self that I was able to do stuff like this to really prove to myself once and for all that I can get laid. You know, three girls in 10 hours, two of them were fucking hot. Yeah, the first one wasn't, but the, the second two were fucking hot. Proving that to myself, man, that did wonders for my self-esteem. If it wasn't for shit like this, I wouldn't have felt comfortable starting my website. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have felt like I deserved to. If I hadn't had threesomes, I wouldn't have felt like I could... Or I wouldn't have felt like I was allowed to have a website teaching you guys how to do the same shit. I would have been like, no, 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 I'm, I haven't made it yet. I can't tell other people how to make it. I haven't made it yet. So I'm really fucking grateful to my past self for pushing myself because this shit was hard. Don't let anybody tell you that getting laid is shallow or easy or boring or dumb or like useless. No, no, no. Anything that's difficult and anything that leaves your life better and the lives of those people that you interact with better is fucking wonderful. So... Generally speaking, as an overall average, I've left most of the girls that I've slept with better off than before I met them. Sure, not all of them, like not this first girl that I slept with in this story. We just fucked and that was it. You could even say the same for the second girl. You know, we just had a bit of fun. I mean, even just a bit of fun is better than fucking no fun. So as long as you're working towards, as long as you're trying to leave all the girls better than you found them to add a little bit to their life. Even if that's just a bit of excitement, even if it's meeting a cool, chill guy who's nice to them for a little bit and fucks her brains out, even if it's just exploring a bit of sexuality together, absolutely fucking awesome. And as long as you're adding to your own life, even fucking better. And then eventually we want to be moving towards that goal. And I'm still on this path myself, moving towards that goal where we have all the pillars handled or we're, we're working on handling all the pillars of a good life, a happy life, a productive life, an elite fucking life, you know, mental health, spirituality, fitness, health, you know, all that good shit, social life, money. So let's keep working there together, guys. As I said, I'm still working on the shit. I'm not even remotely fucking finished, not even fucking remotely, especially not with financial freedom in my body. Holy shit. I got a long way to go with those things, but we're all in this journey together. I am fucking proud of every single one of you who's working on this shit. I'm proud of myself for how far I've come. I'll be honest. I'm really fucking proud of myself for how far I've come and for the shit that I did and how much I pushed myself. And yeah, I'm excited to be on this journey with you guys. Let's fucking crush it. Let's fucking crush our goals together, guys.